Welcome to Voice Power, the podcast all about bringing the power of voice for your business or personal needs. You will hear how voice increases your positivity and creates amazing opportunities. Your host, Earl Thomas, The Voice, will share his vast experience on today's episode. Thanks for tuning in, subscribing, and writing a review wherever you receive your podcast. Welcome to Voice Power. Today, as promised, I'm very excited to welcome a media expert who has won several awards with her camera and media work, starting her career as an actor and quickly moving forward teaching computer operation at her friend's school. Working for Kodak for nearly a decade resulted in traveling all over the world, ending up working with the CIA during that crazy time of 9-11, working for Kodak as one of the tech trainers and instructional designers. Kodak lost its place in the imaging world, not keeping up with technology, and laid off most of its staff. Leaving with a diploma in digital filmmaking and with a healthy severance package, then creating Velvet Pumpkin Productions over 15 years ago. Danielle Turner, owner of Velvet Pumpkin Productions, is an award-winning multimedia specialist. She strongly believes that all media, video, photo, and audio, needs to be compelling and that bad media can do just as much harm to a business as good media can do wonders. Danielle does more than simply shoot videos and photos for her business clients. She works with them directly, teaching them how to produce in-house videos and photos that get good social media results. Danielle is a member of the International Academy of Digital Arts and Sciences and is one of the video and podcast judges for the Webby Awards. Although her work has taken her all over the world, Danielle, born in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, continues to reside in what she calls the most exciting and beautiful city on earth, Vancouver, British Columbia. In recent conversations with Danielle, it is obvious she is passionate about her work. She truly is a joyful and exciting professional media expert. I'm really looking forward to our conversation and finding out her depth of life experience. With great pleasure and anticipation, I welcome Danielle Turner to Voice Power. Welcome, Danielle. How are you today? I'm good, thank you, Earl. And now at Voice Power, we discover how our life and voice blesses others. I know talking to you the other day, your positive energy was a big plus to my day. I know you get a lot of joy from the variety of media work you do. I'm looking forward to hearing the depth of your experience. Let's get right into the questions. I know when you first started acting, it did not work for you. Do you recall why? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I, and I was working quite steadily, in fact. Um, had a good agent and the whole works, but you know what? It's a rough business out there and lots of bullying, lots of, uh, uh, well, you know, the me too movement is even, it should be up here in Vancouver as well. Right. But, um, I, you know, I don't regret it because having left the acting industry, being in front of the camera, simply because 
it took me in a really cool direction. I ended up working for Kodak and I ended up as one of their technical instructors, which sent me all over the world. So uh, I have a bit of a tech head. Even when I was an actor, I had a bit of a tech head. So uh, it was nice to be able to exercise those muscles as well. And so, you know, no regrets, no regrets from this end. Well, I know you also uh, was involved with teaching computer at your friend's school and then on to Kodak. So what was that uh, teaching like for you? Yeah, she was the hopping point, really. So I was struggling with my with my decision as to whether I'm going to stay in the in the acting industry or not. And suddenly this friend of mine who owned an acting or owned a, a computer school for Indigenous women to be able to get back in the workforce, she said, well, why don't you just take two weeks off? I need someone to teach this spreadsheet program. And uh, I know that you know it. So uh, why don't you give that a shot? And that's what kind of turned the tables for me. I just fell in love with doing that. It was another way to use my voice, Earl. And, uh, you know, to share knowledge with others. That's a, a powerful way to use the voice, you know. And so I ended up going back to school, getting uh, uh, educated to be an adult educator. I got a, two diplomas in adult education. and. That moved me into Kodak from there. And I understand you had an experience working for the CIA. I'm really excited to hear all about that. <laughs> <laughs> and that was through Kodak, in fact. You know, Kodak, it doesn't, Kodak doesn't just sell film and film for the film industry. They actually are involved in the print industry as well. And they have these big, giant $300,000 scanners that I was the only one in the entire company that knew everything about it. And so I got shipped all over the world to teach people how to use this. And very quickly, right after 9-11, that fateful day, that horrible day, the CIA ended up buying two scanners from Kodak, two of these $300,000 scanners. And the idea was to basically scan the, these films that they shoot from the satellite because the CIA is responsible for producing all the military map maps for um, the armed forces for the U.S. And so they had to get, they had this old, this old film, right? And they had to get it digitized. And so off I went to teach them how to now use these $300,000 scanners. And they were in code orange, which means pretty darn close to war. And uh, they ended up bringing me back a second time because they needed to speed up the workflow so that they could get their military maps out there even faster. It was quite exciting. The people there are are extraordinary. Everybody took me out for dinner. I never ate alone. You know, and I'd go into the rooms with always escorted. I didn't, I was never allowed to walk anywhere alone. And they would have me stand at the doorway and they would yell out, unauthorized. And you'd hear all these, sorry, you'd hear all these cameras or these computers going click, 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 snap, 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 and drawers closing. And then I was allowed to walk into the room. So it was it was a very fascinating experience working uh, for them for those two separate weeks. They get paid well, I'll tell you, though. Man, everybody's home I went to, they had horse farms and tons of huge RVs and big houses. They get paid well. <laughs> well, that's interesting because I've never talked to anyone who's been involved with the CIA. Oh, <laughs> Military maps, no less, Earl. Military maps. <laughs> yeah. When you began Velvet Pumpkin, how long was it in your thought process to begin this production company? 
Yeah, it was very, very short in my thought process. I uh, there goes Kodak again. They're wanting to get all the training canned, so I volunteered to go back to school again, and I took digital film at Langara College, and uh, that was the intent was to get Kodak's training all canned on DVDs and and digital video, and it was oh, I just a little bit more than a month after I got my diploma that Kodak made the big announcement that 30% of their company worldwide was going to get laid off. And uh, I was among that 30%. Practically the entire training team was among that 30%. We all sat there for lunch and started going, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And I said, what am I going to do? And they all looked at me like, what are you talking about? What are you going to do? You got a fresh brand new diploma. Get out there and make your movies like you've been wanting to do. And I have talked about it. I have talked about wanting to get into documentary filmmaking and uh, and pursue a career in that direction. But uh, I ended up doing corporate videos and finding that far more engaging and far more interesting, uh, far more enriching as well. What was your first uh, project with uh, Velvet Pumpkin? Oh, you know, ironically, my very first project with Velvet Pumpkin Productions was training videos for the RCMP the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. And so, uh, you know, because my contacts at that time were also a whole bunch of instructional designers who were also out in independent and stuff. So I got brought in to, to, uh, to do some training videos for uh, for the RCMP. That was it. That was my first project. Well, in the imaging, I'm feeling and seeing a pumpkin and it's velvet. Like, <laughs> how how did you come up with this name? Yeah, you know, there's a little story behind that. I have uh, a lot of respect for an American philosopher by the name of Henry uh, David Thoreau. Uh, and he was a little bit of a badass in the early uh, American uh, era. And one of his quotes that I just love is this. I'd rather sit on a pumpkin and have it all to myself than be crowded on a velvet cushion. Now, I don't know what it meant to him at the time that he said that quote, but to me, Earl, it means that I'd rather, you know, even if it means being a little bit uncomfortable, I'd rather be on my own than part of the crowd. I'd rather walk my own walk and be authentically me, even if it means being a little comfortable, than to be just following the crowd. And so I, that's why I love that quote. And so I somehow needed to encompass that quote into the name. And that's how Velvet Pumpkin Productions came about. That's great. Now, how did COVID change business and make media different? Oh, big time. First of all, I was never without work during COVID. I was really quite busy. And um, and the reason being is because, you know, all these small and medium businesses were still panicking to try to keep business going for themselves. And because I have a reputation for doing a lot of post-production, making some kind of good miracles happen, even with some bad video footage. And so clients were now hiring more me more now for post-production. And they would be sending me their video footage and I would just... Um, make my magic through there. And that just kind of evolved into once once COVID was done and we were trying to get back into business as usual, people weren't wanting to put their own cameras away anymore. They wanted to be able to have more control of being able to do it in-house. And so I just thought, well, why not? You know, I'm here to support these business owners. I'm here to help them with their media and 
get their message out there. So why not support them in that direction as well? And so I go out there now and I teach them either as individual businesses or even as full-on organizations um, like the Burnaby Board of Trade or other organizations like that. Uh, I teach them how to use their smartphone cameras properly and how to get good footage and how to really understand what good content is. And uh, I'm having a blast doing it. Well, it's always fun to enjoy the work you do rather than, oh, I got to go to work, you know, <laughs> to be you know, an entrepreneur and just, you know, set your own hours and just go for it. Now, I know you're working in video, photo and audio. Which media do you enjoy the most and why? Video. I enjoy video the most because it encompasses everything. Earlier, there's, there's audio, there's photos you're bringing in there, there's animation, there's motion graphics. Video is an incredibly powerful motivator for getting your message across. It's very emotional. And so it gives you the chance to really motivate an audience into making a particular decision or, or at least at least generate a curiosity, right? It's a very, very, very powerful medium. It's why social media is even migrating or has already migrated in that direction. Every social media now has video. Even Instagram, which was originally designed just for photos and quick posting, now has Instagram Reels. And, and TikTok is huge and it's nothing but video. Just shows you a sign of how incredibly powerful video really is. What has been your most challenging client and what has been your most fun client, like your fun video? You know, it's the same client, actually. Oh. Yeah. Challenging and fun at the same time. So I produce um, a thing called a logo sting. And if you're not familiar with logo stings very quickly, what it is, is it takes your logo and it creates an animation for it. You know, when you watch a movie and you see 20th Century Fox and there's the Roaring Lion or Universal Studios has the moving globe and all that stuff, that's a logo sting. It's a moving logo. And so I have a particular client who has me generate logo stings for their clients and they ask the toughest, toughest demands and I just love it. It's like, oh man, I've never done that before. How am I going to do that, right? And I, I mean, they keep coming back to me, so I must be ha making them happy, right? But I'm, I'm, I, every single time they got me going, hmm, how's that going to work? And every single time I'm like, wow, pat on the back, I did it, and I loved doing it, right? In other words, you're expanding your skills as you've gone along. I mean, in 15 years, how do you compare what you were like? 15 years ago and now night and day it's night and day i i can't even compare the me then the me then mostly used my camera and just shot events or shot you know um a talking head corporate video right but now i i mean even then the competition was so huge everybody had a camera and lots of students were coming out of their schools i mean universities and and colleges were teaching people how to do digital film and I had to find a way to stand out and I love doing post-production including motion graphics and animation I don't want to lose my camera I still love working with that too but hey I'm I left hand and right hand both work right the camera and doing post-production both work 
And so that's where I've managed to migrate. Plus, here's the here's the thing that a coach of mine taught me a while ago, and I've never forgotten it. And that is the the advantage to being a small business like myself is that I can change my business on a dime. I can just the minute the world changes, the minute the economy changes, you can either let yourself get lost and just close shop or you can change your business on a dime and and just listen to what your target audience, what your target client wants, and then give it to them. Be there. It would truly, truly, genuinely be in service to them. And and that's where I've that's where I've guided my business and how it's evolved. You know, how I respond to that too is uh, post-production, you know, editing. Uh, I've learned over the time since this is the third season of uh, Voice Power. I really enjoy editing. You know, you hear that sound, and I I don't hear any sounds coming from you where I'm going to have to, you know, you're not moving your coffee cup around or something like that. But, I, you know, I have the sound I want to get rid of. I go in there. I stretch it out a little bit. I got it. It feels good. Editing really feels good. It is satisfying, isn't it? It's like, and but here's the the sad part of it. You and I know how much work goes into just making it super clean and beautiful. And but you know the magic of our job in post production in editing, whether it's sound or video, is not being visible in it. Like your audience will never really know how much work you did in editing this particular podcast episode. They'll never know it because that's your magic, Earl, is not being seen, right? Yeah, and it and it's it's growth as well because back in season one I had a wonderful guest, you know, and she she really answered the questions really well, and I didn't realize that she was moving a lot. I mean, and then when I went to do the editing, oh my goodness! So I include now in my pre, and I really didn't say anything in ours because you weren't making any noise in the background, but. But there's there's certain things that make it a lot easier to edit. In your videos and photos for your clients, how do you teach them to get good social media results? Yeah, it's really the big trick is they really need to know their audience, who they want to reach out to. And then they need to learn how that audience talks. You can't talk the way you want to talk. You can't just say, this is my business. This is what I do. This is how I serve you. You have to reach out to them the way they want to hear you. And so there is that learning process. Another great tip that I give to my clients is be authentically you at, at the same time, right? And what I mean authentically you is oftentimes when we're in business mode, we have this business persona of ourselves. We're very professional that way. And and that's wonderful. I don't want anybody to lose that. But sometimes it's nice when you're doing your videos, or if you're even doing an audio piece to just let your hair down a little bit and then just kind of be the after hours you, you're right. The you that lets that's more laid back with your friends, with your family, and people then connect to you more. They relate to you more, right? I wouldn't recommend, you know, being too loose with the tongue and swearing and saying offensive words like that, but you can still be authentically yourself and and keep the vocabulary clean, right? But also learn your target audience vocabulary. 
and talk their talk. Those two are the biggest. Now, do you have a great success story in your clients who use good social media and they came back to you just raving all over the place? I have one in, in particular that I really love, um, loved hearing from. And that was a company that was a web development company. And it was their first time even getting a chance at using video at all. And we had just posted the video just on their own website. We hadn't even done anything with social media. And they phoned me within two days of that being posted going, oh, my God, Danielle, we just got the biggest client of our dreams. We would have never gotten this kind of client. And that client said they hired us because of the video. They said that video says you get it. You know what I want. And so that that was that was cool. That's a nice. Those are a few feathers in my cap. Right. I get a lot of those kinds of stories. And that 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 produces more clients too, rather oh, yeah. than have to pick up the phone and do this thing called cold calling, which is just ugh. yeah. Now, uh, what offer do you have for my listeners? I have a great offer for your listeners. I'm I'm more than happy to take twenty five percent off of a one time project, whatever project that is. I don't care what they want to bring me on to do, whether they want me to bring me in to, uh, to teach them how to use their cameras for good social media success, or whether they want me to actually produce some, some photos, some audio for them. I'm right there for them. 25% off. All they have to do is mention this particular episode of your podcast. That's great. And we'll have all your connection details in the show notes. Now, are there any questions you wished I'd asked or any final thoughts? Well, I do have this thought, Earl, and and that is, you know, there's no business can avoid media now. You just can't avoid it. If If you're camera shy, it's not the end of the world. You don't have to be the one in front of the camera. There are so many different solutions that are very affordable and very reasonable to do and even fun that you can actually get your business involved in. And and your business has to be involved in media on a regular basis. And that scares us, one, because we might be a little bit camera shy. And two, we might be like overwhelmed already with too much work to do. Like, how do we fit this on there too, right? And and that is, an, you know, you can learn a very good, easy, easy peasy workflow. And I, that's what I do is I teach them how to, how to deal with that too. Well, I've enjoyed uh, talking with you today, Danielle, uh, Velvet Pumpkin Productions. Yes. Uh, I hope that you get a lot of, uh, action from this, uh, podcast. Thank you for spending the time, Danielle. You have yourself a great day. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks for tuning into Voice Power and subscribing and writing a review wherever you receive your podcast. Voice Power is the podcast that keeps you informed on how voiceovers improve your business and personal life. Earl Thomas, The Voice, thanks you for joining him today. Have yourself a wonderful day, and we look forward to you joining us next time.